Now the NFL draft in the books. Deshaun, number 12 to Houston. Mike Williams, number 7 to L.A., as in the L.A. Chargers. And the second and third rounds coming up later tonight. Maybe some Carlos Watkins. Maybe some Cordray Tankersley. I will be watching this evening. Will you watch tonight? Are you, are you as locked in tonight as you I'm are not as night? dialed in. I, you know, Typically, when you get past the third round, I, I'm going to drift some uh, because the picks come so fast and furious. Sure. And it is fairly easy to watch the draft on Twitter. Right? Oh, yeah. All right, so this is part of the problem that all these networks are dealing with right now is that we can watch things unfold on Twitter because really the only thing that we care about these days are the end results of things. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have to watch in front of my flat screen 24-7, I can multitask. I can go mow the yard. I can check my phone every two and a half minutes and see what's happening. I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. So I'll watch the majority tonight and probably mix in a little NBA. And then as we get to tomorrow, it'll be less and less. And then it, it probably becomes more of a social media event for me. I'll watch probably every pick. Tonight. Yes. And I won't watch a single pick on Saturday. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll probably. I will say this, Zach. I, I did enjoy the NFL draft more when it started Saturday at noon. And I got the first three rounds in on the first day. And then it continues Sunday at about the same time. And you got the final rounds in the following day. I enjoyed it more with that than the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I, I get the primetime deal. And they set it up for primetime because they, you know, ratings and those kinds of things. And people are more inclined to watch it on a Thursday night, but not me. I, I, I enjoyed it waiting the morning of that Saturday, noon struck on the clock, and you get the first couple of rounds then. I like it better that way. And I would watch more of it that way. Like it was more of a weekend event than a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You like it better with the three days and the way we do it now? Nope. I liked it way better why? Saturday and Sunday. Tell me why. Uh, because you could just, like last night when the round ended, I wanted to keep going. I wanted more picks. Yeah. Like I, I really, I wanted to see who Green Bay was going to take. Okay. There. But I couldn't do that. I got to wait till seven o'clock tonight. And that kind of, that pees me off a little bit. I don't, I don't like it. Tiger Todd makes a great point on the text line, 96, 15, 66. There's also Clemson baseball tonight. Probably be more focused on that. Clemson at North Carolina, 631st pitch, six o'clock pregame coverage in a battle of top five baseball programs. Bring it. It's going to be fun tonight up in Chapel Hill. We'll see if the Tigers can steal a series win on the road. Zach, a.k.a. Comrade, suggests no, it's not happening. I think you take one. You can take one? Yeah. And you'll be okay with that? Yep. Shut your mouth. Our good friend Walt Deptula joins us next on the phones. Walt, how are we doing today? Good, Roy. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, Go ahead. You know what I think is funny about tonight? Yeah. <laughs> think this one over. I think the best three players available to start round two are Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, and Tim Williams. I knew you were going Dalvin Cook. I did know you would go Joe Mixon on me now. Now, you're talking three players with significant character concerns. Yeah. But if we're just talking talent, then the three most talented players available in the rest of this draft are Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, and Tim Williams. It's unbelievable. I, I like Cook the best of those three, by the way. Hey, what did you think of Deshaun going number 12 to Houston? Not to steal your thunder from later on, but what did you think? <laughs> well, well, you know, I had him going 12 to Cleveland. And when, I, and when he was at 12, I thought, got it. And now things are going to start falling my way. And then I heard Cleveland's dealing out of there, and I was like, what the? But I think Houston is a... Look, I, I'm not sure about schematically. Uh, you know, it's not the history of this guy, O'Brien, to favor a Sean Watson type of quarterback, but I think it's a really good situation for him in that uh, that's a good football team. I mean, that team without J.J. Watt gave New England a go in the playoffs last year. You know, so that's that's the missing ingredient. I think it was a good move by Houston. I think they, they clearly need quarterback help. And I don't know when Deshaun is going to take over that role. We'll see. But um, but I think that it was a really good fit because that's a good team. And they clearly have a need at the position. And they wanted him because they made that move. Look, he was the last one. You know, we talked yesterday, Roy, about an urgency created by 
a by Mitch Trubisky going early. Well, when that happened and when the Chiefs made the move for Mahomes, the urgency uh, became absolutely clear. Take me inside. Right, right, right. Take me inside for a second, Walt. Take me inside the Deptula Laboratory. And the the, the second pick, there's San Francisco. And all of a sudden, we see a trade. And everybody starts talking about Solomon Thomas. And then it ends up being Chicago moving up one spot to get Mitchell. What what was your reaction when that happened? Because I, I started screaming in my house, and I'm pretty sure my entire neighborhood heard me. I was so shocked. In all honesty, Roy, on Twitter, and I never write this, but on Twitter, I wrote L O L O L O L O L O L O L O and 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 amazingly enough, like fifty people retweeted that. You know, so it, it, it you know, it was it was uh that was my reaction. that was my instant gut reaction. I, I was just I was absolutely stunned. Um I don't get it. I'm going to have something to say about Trubisky. Listen, I there has been something bothering me about Trubisky all along. I, I just I, I watch him throw the ball, and I think, man, he's got a pretty quick release. He can make all the throws an NFL quarterback needs to make. But there's been something that's bothering me that hasn't bothered me about him. I've said this on my show before, you know, and and I think I finally figured it out. But I'm going to save that one for three. <laughs> because I already told people to tune in for that. Good. No, I save, like the tease. That's I'm good. Save that. I'm going to save that one for three. But uh, but I but I think I finally figured it out. Figured out what it is. Um, but you know, listen. I think Deshaun is in a good situation. Obviously, there were some bold plays. It was the it was the wildest, strangest draft I have ever seen. Yeah, I'm telling you, Roy. If I had a hundred thousand dollars to bet yesterday, and somebody came up to me and said. Three wide receivers are going in the first ten. I would have said you're on all hundred thousand. Let it roll. <laughs> I would have bet every. I would have bet every freaking penny that there was no way three wide receivers were going in the top ten. And I don't. I'm not sure what it says other than there were so many character concerns in this draft. The quarterbacks pushed people down, and then there were no offensive linemen. As I've been saying, you know, the only. The only left tackle in this draft was the guy with the nine wonder lick, the the uh, uh, the five times thrown out of high school, the uh, the one year of major college football, the twenty five year old Garrett Bowles. He was the only pure left tackle in the draft, and and so I knew that somebody was going to take him despite all that stuff, and and they did. But Cam Robinson doesn't get selected in the first round and the last selection we go to the last pick before Ramsey gets selected I mean it, for a moment it looked like one single offensive lineman was going to go in the first round that's unheard of it is crazy and you know what else was crazy Garrett Bowles bringing his four-month-old son out with him and like yeah. holding him with one hand I was scared he's going to drop the yeah. baby that was a story at some point late in the first round last night as far as I'm concerned <laughs> Well, you know, another thing is I, I, I actually felt bad about something last night because I've talked about Bulls and his nine wonderlick, but he actually indicated last night that he's had to overcome a learning disability. Uh, and I, was un- I was unaware of that. Okay. Um, but um, but he certainly – look, that's a good player. That's a good pick. I think there are like four or five guys, though, who went in round one who have um, intangible leadership capabilities that – can't be defined uh, by by film necessarily. Guys that are going to help the teams they went to because they're going to be leaders. I think Deshaun Watson is one of those guys. I think Jamal Adams is one of those guys who went to the Jets at six, and Lord knows they need a culture change. Uh, I think that uh, Jonathan Allen, who slipped all the way to Washington, I believe, is 17. Wow. I think he's one of those guys. And I'll tell you, I think Jabril Peppers is one of those guys. I, I think... As strange as this seems, Roy, I think Cleveland won the night, and I never would have imagined that. You know, yesterday I was bashing them, but I think they, I think they won the night. Uh, I, I do think they could have gone for Deshaun Watson, but look, that's a team that was in need of a major overhaul. I think they've started to do that, and they came away from round one with not only three starting players. But I think three starting players with the potential to be future pro ballers. 
Miles Garrett, Jabril Peppers, and um, and uh, David Njoku, who they traded back in to get. Now, you know, Njoku's only 20 years old, and I think it's going to take him a few years to physically mature and to be, uh, to be what he can be. But to come away from the first round, I, I don't think people understand how good Peppers really is. I think they, you know, people watched him play linebacker last year, and they said they, they came away saying things, well, he only had one interception. He was a linebacker. You know, he was doing something that it wasn't his natural position, but because they needed it, they asked him, and he said, sure, I'll do it. You know, I just think that's the type of guy he is. I mean, he's a he's an energizer, bunny-type guy, and I think he's a, a natural leader. And I think there are only like four or five of those guys, maybe Solomon Thomas, maybe the fifth. Um, but I think those players are going to improve their teams just based on, on who they are. Just based on their character. One more thing for you before we let you run, and uh, walk me off or talk me off the ledge with this one because I, I took it personally last night, and you know how I get with these things. I I get emotional <laughs> with it like you do in a different way, but when the Chiefs trade up to number ten, I'm thinking, okay, Andy Reid loves him some Deshaun. Here we go. This this is going to make sense. He can grow him up. It's a solid organization. This, this this just screams stability for number four. And then they go in with Patrick Mahomes. I, I The more I watch Mahomes, the more I'm convinced that people just fell in love with his arm. But he's just so raw. I, I didn't like that pick two spots ahead of where Watson went, even though I think it, 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 it benefits Deshaun to be where he is now. Mahomes, number 10 to Kansas City. Your thoughts? Listen, I think there was a lot of momentum for that. There were a lot of teams. Mahomes has been the hot guy, and he's the hot guy, I think, for two reasons. One, you already addressed, and that is that he is—he has all the physical tools uh, that offer the potential of greatness. You know, he can throw a ball 63 miles an hour. He's an athlete. He can run. There's a toughness to him. I've seen the kid play through injury. I like his character. I like his toughness. There's no question he's a wild child. I mean, you know, people have talked about Brett Favre and, and that comparison. I think there's something to that uh, when Favre was in college. I think he's even a little wilder. But I think the thing, Roy, that, that really uh, sold teams on him and forced that move is that when he went through the interview process, he's an impressive kid. I've heard him interviewed multiple times. He gets it. He's a team guy. He he uh, he wants to learn. He realizes there are things he needs to learn. Um, and you know, he, in fact, he even spoke about Deshaun Watson. I heard him interviewed by Adam Schefter. He talked about the respect he has for Deshaun Watson and how he and Deshaun have become a little bit of friends, and how um, and how uh, he he uh, he admires the consistency and the stability that Deshaun Watson brings to a, a team and an organization. I just think he gets it. He's a he's a, he's a smart kid, and I think they I think these teams think that they can work with him. You know that that they can take the raw material and mold it in a couple of years into a guy that eventually may look a little bit like Brett Favre, maybe without some of the mistakes. So I, I was not surprised to see that. And actually, from Kansas City standpoint, it's an incredibly bold move, but I actually think it's the right move. I think they. I think they needed a guy, whether it was he or whether it was Deshaun, I think they needed a guy. Um, Alex Smith is, is heading toward the end. And uh, and Andy Reid has done a nice job with quarterbacks, so I think that will help Patrick Mahomes too. I, I, I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs both won a little bit yesterday in terms of what they were looking for yeah. and what they'll ultimately get. I think, I think Houston and Deshaun have the same exact thing. I think both sides. I think both sides won there, um, and the Bears and Trubisky. I think both sides lost. I, I, I think it's an unmitigated disaster. I, I just the Bear. Since when can the Bears afford to give up three additional draft picks? I mean, is Trubisky going to change that team by himself? I, I, I think what Ryan Pace did is he, he's trying to sell hope. To a city that maybe doesn't have any, 
and and maybe that was the move. The problem is that the city hit the reject button after the pick. <laughs> yes, they did. For the record, too, uh, Houston welcomes Kansas City down to uh, NRG Stadium Sunday, October 8th, 8.30 for a night game on that Sunday night over on uh, NBC. So we'll see if Deshaun is starting by then and maybe if he has something to say about uh, what transpired last night. Hey, good stuff. Thank you for calling in. We look forward to it at 3. Hey, Roy, by the way, uh, quickly, uh, Clemson players in the draft, the way I, I think it'll go, it's hard to know because it you have to uh, just uh, play it out all the way. But I, in my mind, I have, uh, I have Tankers Lee as the next guy off. Probably, I think on my big board, he's about 60. Uh, so around pick 60. And then I have Leggett off next. Ah. Originally, I had Carlos, I originally had Carlos Watkins. And, you know, the loss, the, the, the Caleb Brantley situation may actually help Carlos Watkins uh, slide up a spot. But he was about, I can't remember where I had him on my D-tackle board. I think he was about nine or somewhere in that range. I, I think Carlos Watkins goes between 90 and 120. I'm thinking the start of the fourth round on him. I think Leggett slips into the end of the third round, somewhere around pick 90. Um and then beyond that, I think uh, I think Gallman and Jadar Johnson both have a chance to come off late in the fourth round uh, somewhere. And then my guess on my guess on Bullwear is around six, and I think that's where Scott is as well. Did I leave anybody out? Jay Guillermo could be drafted too, maybe. Yeah, there's enough center depth that he may he may go the free agent route. We'll see. Hey, appreciate uh, it, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, Roy. Take care. Walt Abtula, check it in. 654-7627. You want to jump in after that uh, brief conversation? Good stuff. I think Guillermo could be drafted. But it, it, honestly, it's better if he isn't. If he's a late six or seventh round pick, uh, be able to pick where you want to go, Big J. And, you know, you go somewhere where they don't have four centers stockpiled on their depth chart. Go somewhere where you've got an opening there. you got a chance to be able to play. Showcase your skills. Showcase that tough guy mentality. Hour three continues. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoked wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. The good news? Our business is growing. The bad news? We have to hire again. Ugh, the searching. Where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. She used to play hide-and-seek in your backyard. Now, she's getting married in it. So when you see a bare spot, you need something that patches it fast. Pennington One-Step Complete has a revolutionary formula that repairs bare spots in only two weeks or less. Pennington has been trusted since 1945, and now it works even faster. One-Step Complete from Pennington. Honest Green. Get your lawn ready for any occasion. Head to your local retailer to pick up One Step Complete. Hey folks, Quark here. 
tell you about our friends at Harry's.com. I love my Harry's shave. I never regret going away from those drugstore brands that gouge you with high prices for lower quality. Right now, if you haven't gotten started with Harry's, you can with this great free trial offer. Here's what they're offering you. A Truman Set ergonomic handle, five precision engineer blades with lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover, and a post-shave balm. That's an $18 value for you to try for free. You can feel the smooth glide across your face and get the best shave on the market. From Jeff and Andy to ordinary guys fed up with getting ripped off and started doing shaving their own way at harrys.com. This great offer is only available for our listeners if you use our promo code OOB5 at harrys.com. Start getting a great shave right now with this amazing free trial offer. An $18 value for free. You get the handle, the blade, the shave gel, the post-shave balm. Go to harrys.com right now. Enter the code OOB5 at checkout. In your business, you trust people who time and time again get the job done. At Indeed.com, we deliver five times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. That's why over three million businesses use Indeed when they're hiring. Because getting the job done matters. Right now, we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered Sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Can't you see I'm working here? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. It's interesting to read, too. Last night, Roger Goodell being interviewed, and I assume he was on the NFL Network as well with Rich Eisen, who I think does a nice job. But, you know, I, I watch the ESPN coverage. Trey Wingo was okay. Is it okay to suggest that that I miss Berman a little bit? It, it, I mean, there's just the little stuff that he does that you're used to, right? That's half of broadcasting, right? You, you don't have to be great. You just hang around long enough. People are used to you. And so when you leave, all of a sudden everybody misses you because they didn't realize how good they had it when it really wasn't that good, but they're just used to you. There was some dead air last night. There was. Yeah. And Wingo would try to kind of get it going, and it felt forced, mm-hmm. which, in my estimation, is like the worst thing that could happen in broadcast. You got to be you. Oh yeah. You got to let it breathe at times. Maybe not as much on an NFL draft broadcast. When I mean, that's that's a difficult thing to do. But it felt like it was his first rodeo. Felt forced. Gruden and uh, Kuiper do not like each other, and that there's some friction. That was evident. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wingo fumbled over some stuff. You miss Berman a little bit. I, I I did. Don't hate me. I miss Chris Berman a little bit last night. But Goodell was interviewed, and, and he talked about a variety of different subjects, including, you know, legalizing sports betting, which he is a 1,000% against. Uh, and, and that's fine. And, you know, also the legalization of marijuana. And I think his quote was that, uh, you know, it's, it's addictive and it's bad and all these different kinds of things. And, and basically, if you remove the word marijuana, inserted beer, you could say the same kind of stuff. You know, there was there was that take that was being made last night. Zach tells me, no, there's no way. No. That's fine. Um, I don't enjoy listening to Roger Goodell. Nobody does. I don't like his elitist attitude. <laughs> I really don't like that. And it's like, you're telling me what's best for the NFL when everybody on the planet knows that you're just dead wrong. Like, you don't get it. And if you do get it, you refuse to admit that you get it just to make other people believe that you don't get it even more, which makes us all matter. He took over for Tagliabue, correct? Correct. Grew the NFL to heights they could have never dreamed of. They make 
so much money. Right. He's a smart guy. He's annoying. I don't like him, but he knows what he's doing. You got to give him that. You have to. I, I don't want to give him anything. It's the to. no fun league. I, I can't celebrate when I score game-winning touchdowns anymore. They're thinking about rolling that back. They're going to let people celebrate again. Are they? Yeah, they're, they're in discussions with the Player Association right now. Really? Yeah. I can't jump that. over the center for a snap anymore, but you can you can celebrate. Really? Yeah. So it's not it's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination, but they're they're working on it. Very good. I I, I did not know that. Um, I'm here to inform. I, I did not know that, and I also just realized too, in my infant infinite uh, stupidity, I, I sent Chad Morris the wrong phone number to call in on. <laughs> we went over. We literally had the conversation where you double checked what the number was six five four seven six two seven. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you send? Them? I sent him seven four two seven. I'm such an idiot. Oh my god. I'm going to call that number right now, see who it is. <laughs> see who got a call from Chad Morris tonight. Oh, Friday. my God. I, I, I'm so embarrassed Did he right text now. you? No, he didn't text me yet. I, I don't know. He was probably not even off the plane. We're getting down to it here. Well, I know. I just sent him, I sent him a note, and I said, look, man, we got we got like 20-something minutes. Look, left, man, so I'm an idiot, but, but here's the right number. 6547627. I say that number all the time, and I send him the wrong number. What's wrong with me? You're too busy fangirling is what happened Oh, my right God. There. The phone's probably rang and rang and rang forever. I need to throat punch myself. That's so embarrassing. Tyler and Pelzer, Pelzer joins us next. Hey, Tyler. What's going on, bud? Good to hear from you. Um, man, I was uh, I watched I watched every pick last night during the draft, and kind of like you were, man. When uh, when Kansas City traded up, uh, I figured I figured Deshaun was a slam dunk there just from how much. Uh, Coach Reed has been looking at him, you know, like you said, big fan of him and all that. But then when they didn't pick him, I was I was kind of torn because, you know, I figured he'd be a good fit sitting, uh, sitting, you know, riding the pine for a little while, you know, getting getting to know the league and all that stuff. But the team that I wanted him to go to was the team he went to. I wanted him to go to Houston because, in my mind, I figure in O'Brien's offense, he's going to be not necessarily plug and play, but I think he'll be a lot easier to mold and you know get you know get stuff done there. I, I've, I've said for a, a while that Houston's been always been a quarterback away from having a real good team, and uh, I think I think he's going to be a good fit there. I I, I really hope he. I'm a Falcons fan myself, but you know I'm I'm glad he went to different conference so I ain't got to see him whoop our tail a bunch but uh I, I was happy with it I was I was real happy at first I thought he was going to be going to going to Cleveland there at 12 and that scared the that scared the heck out of me but I I kind of figured that Houston would want to trade up and be able to take him I, for some reason I thought that after uh you know talks with Tony Romo didn't didn't go down like they wanted and Romo ended up going to CBS, but I knew I knew they wanted a quarterback, and I think they got the best one in the draft. I was a little surprised that Deshaun Kaiser did not go in the first round, though, and I was kind of wanting to know what you thought about that. Mm. Great question, Tyler. Thank you, and be safe out there this weekend. Zach tells me that Deshaun Kaiser was there last night. I I, I totally missed that. You're telling me that he was there he, in Philadelphia. He was in the green room last night. Deshaun Kaiser was in Philly expecting to be drafted in the first round. Yeah, Deshaun Kaiser is Tom Brady with Cam Newton's body. Don't know if you've heard. Oh, my God. I have heard only because Kaiser himself told me that. So I do not believe, Tyler, in Deshaun Kaiser. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not get drafted in the first round. I do not believe he's better than Malik Zaire, for crying out loud. Notre <laughs> Dame stunk last season. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I just don't. I never have, and I never will. And thankfully, 32 other teams of the NFL side with Roy Philpott today. Now, he probably will be selected at some point tonight. Fantastic. Good luck with that. I don't think he ever amounts to anything in the NFL. I don't like his decision-making. I think he did a decent job at times with some of the touch passes he needed to make. He didn't lead Notre Dame anywhere. Ouch. 
I don't like him. I can see that. Right. I don't like him. And um, I, I was not surprised that he wasn't drafted last night. I, to me, the next quarterback off the board should be Nathan Peterman from Pittsburgh, the one-time Tennessee signee. Love his arm. Love what we saw with him and what he did against Clemson in Death Valley, upsetting the Tigers at home early November last year. And, uh, I, I, you know, to me, he's he's got the same kind of skill set as a Patrick Mahomes does. I, I love the arm. Love the arm with Peterman. I think he's underrated. And I think he will be uh, drafted uh, before Deshaun Kaiser. And I, I like him and his long-term potential better than Deshaun Kaiser in the NFL. 654-7627, back on the Northland Communication phone lines. National Championship, Dave in Simpsonville. Dave, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, you know, I was I enjoyed the draft uh, up until Deshaun got picked, and then Mel Kuyper. Mel just pissed me off beyond belief. And he starts getting in, and, and you talk about righteousness. I think Mel Kuyper thinks he's all that and a bag of chips. Because he says, well, the reason he didn't win the Heisman is because of his decision-making. He makes poor decisions and all this and all that. And understand, this is coming from a homer. Uh, I do agree that Deshaun had a lot more interceptions this year, and, you know, they were key interceptions at key times. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> He was able to always rebound from those decisions, with maybe the exception of Pittsburgh, and we win the ball game. We win the national championship, and rather than you know kind of kick him in the kneecap a little bit about that, I, I love that he's he's going to Houston. I love that he's with a coach that knows how to groom a quarterback for a long career in the NFL, and I think Deshaun has the tools to do that. Plus, he's got that winning. I mean, he's got the intangibles that everybody has talked about for the last month with the draft coming up. But what I would love for ESPN, and they will not do this, is for them to be honest with us and simply say the reason that Deshaun didn't win the Heisman is because they gave the Heisman to Lamar Jackson in September. And it just had to fly, you know, the season had to go through. And you know this, Roy, you and I have had this conversation. He wanted to get Charlotte, Marshall, and Syracuse. But when the rubber had to hit the road, he was not able to, to live up to the hype. And there again, that's why I say I'm, I'm anxious to see when he declares to see what happens with him in the NFL draft. I'm anxious to see what happens for him next year uh, in college football. But, Roy, I tell you what. As soon as he got drafted to Texas, my older son gets on the computer. Oddly enough, they're playing Carolina in the first preseason game. We got tickets. It's going to be fun to see Carolina Stadium all covered up in number four jerseys all over again. You know, as as Deshaun makes another visit to uh, to Charlotte. But anyway. Enjoy your weekend, and thanks, for, as always, for the time. Thank you, National Championship Dave in Simpsonville. I, I would dispute one aspect to his series of hot takes there. The issue with Lamar Jackson winning the Heisman Trophy, there there is certainly truth in the notion that he won it against Charlotte, Marshall, and Syracuse in September because he was leaping over defenders, leading – Louisville to 60 plus point outings and putting up 500 yards of total offense almost week in and week out. I mean, he, he made it look routine, not to mention what he did against Florida State. Remember, Florida State had more points scored against it by Louisville than any other team in program history. When that game went down in late September, early October, the attention of the country turned towards Lamar Jackson that this guy is legitimate. But it wasn't ESPN or even our show or other media outlets that are to blame for him ultimately winning the Heisman Trophy. It was that hot start and then the process of the Heisman Trophy voting itself and when it concluded and how early the Heisman voters submitted their ballots. That's what's to blame here. What we determined after last year was it may be in our best interest to truly discover the best player in college football, to not vote on the award as early as late October and have the voting conclude before the bowl season arrives, but to postpone it later on when we have a full body of work to work with. The Heisman Trophy voting is to blame there. 
more than anything else. Truth be told, it all worked out in Clemson's best interest because there was no distraction of him winning the award where traditionally, you know, the winner, if it's a quarterback, struggles after the fact. Uh, Deshaun was able to use that, I think, as additional motivation. This program was able to use that as additional motivation. He was nothing but respectful to Lamar Jackson and McCaffrey and everybody else after the fact. He handled that beautifully, and I think it proved to be a motivational chip-on-the-shoulder deal for Deshaun against the Buckeyes and against the Crimson Tide as Clemson won the national title. Uh, and Lamar Jackson was awful down the stretch. I, Wake Forest figured out Lamar Jackson for three and a half quarters at the end of the season. Kentucky figured out Lamar Jackson at Papa John Stadium at the end of the season. LSU figured out Lamar Jackson in the bowl game. It just makes no sense for, for Kyber to go on there. For, on national television and, and utter the phrase, Deshaun Watson didn't win the Heisman because he started slow but finished strong. Don't you want to finish strong in everything you do? Right, but again, the voting process and when those votes were tabulated. That's what I'm saying. But there's only 9% of the vote is the common number. 9% of the vote was tallied early. That's what happened. You're telling me... That's a significant number. That's a significant number. almost 10%. You tell me 89% of the people, or 91% of the people, drop the ball there? Push the vote back to after the playoffs. After the playoff, excuse me. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing. It's dumb. What do you mean? It's dumb. It's dumb where it is now. It's dumb where it is now. Absolutely. Final segment of the show, Tim and Pendleton says on the text line, where's Lamar Jackson drafted next year? Top round didn't win the Heisman. Well, we'll address that. More of your calls and a lot more headed your way. Stay tuned. When a hailstorm comes through and damages your roof, don't trust the repairs to someone that moves in and out faster than the storm. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. When hailstorms hit, they can be devastating. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Hasn't the hail done enough damage? Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. 269-1232. It's bow time at Bojangles. For a limited time, enjoy a Cajun filet biscuit combo for just $4.29. Hi, it's Monty Lee. My first season as Clemson baseball coach was sure exciting. We were ACC champs, made possible by great efforts by the whole team, and maybe a little luck. When you talk to the folks at Blue Ridge Security Solutions about residential or commercial security, luck is not part of the equation. These are serious professionals, each one well-trained for a specific role. Technology is always evolving, and Blue Ridge Security Solutions will be right on top of it. Did you hear about their video doorbell? BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. Pick up a box for your business or church meeting. Share them with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce invites you to participate in its annual golf tournament presented by Clemson Downs, May 5th at Bosco Bell Golf Club. The format will be Captain's Choice with teams of four and a shotgun start at 8 a.m. Also participate in a raffle drawing, poker challenge, and award ceremony. Part of the proceeds will benefit the Clemson Free Clinic. Registration is required prior to the tournament. Call the Clemson Area Chamber at 864-654-1200. Hey, Bubsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. 
Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 888-789-5043. 888-789-5043, 888-789-5043, It's always a good time to look and feel good. At Rooster's Men's Grooming Center, you can count on a team that will make you feel your absolute best. The many services provided will keep you coming back for more. Come by for anything from a close shave and professional haircut to a seven-step facial shave. Fellas, treat yourself. You deserve it. Don't have enough time on your hands for the full service? Ask us about our express cut. Call 864-884-8920 to make your appointment. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Yeah, the Texans right now on social media just putting the Watson wallpaper everywhere. And it's the number four jersey, and it it looks smooth, man. It looks smooth. Watson will wear number four. And, you know, you got got rookie camps coming up, right? He's going to be out on the field tossing a pill around a little bit. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Depp Tula just stuck his head in the door and was talking to me about some things. He has a couple of interesting conspiracy theories that I think he is uh, waiting to unveil on his show later today. So we advise you to stay tuned. The Walt Up to the Road Rage, three until six before Clemson baseball, uh, Tigers and the Tar Heels. First of three tonight in a critical, I repeat, a critical three-game set. We'll see what happens in the draft tonight with the former Tigers. And I can't wait to see what Deshaun looks like in this rookie campaign. He gives us a new reason to watch the National Football League. And I, I don't mind that, Zach. They're not really going to keep Savage as a starter, are they? Uh, no, I, I I don't think so. They've I, like, I, I already mean, publicly said it. What? That they're going to have Savage be the starter. He's the, they're, they're firm with him. Right. And that'll last for about three or four weeks, mm-hmm. potentially. Let's see how quickly you can also get in there and understand the offense. That's going to be a big part of this. It's going to be a very big part. But uh, yes or no, does Watson start a single game next season for the Houston Texans? I think he starts the majority of the games next yes, season. Yes, me too. Yeah. All right. So we, we can tow the company line right now, Bill. Uh, we can do that, Jadavian. That's great. But I'll tell you this. Uh, one, DeAndre Hopkins knows who's going to be throwing him touchdown passes next season. And his name ain't Tom. No. That's just where it is. No. That's just where it is. No, it is not. 654 Roar. Georgia <laughs> Jeff is up with us next. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Roy, man. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. I mean, the Texans, they drafted Watson. Uh, why, why did they draft Watson, no. uh, Roy? They yeah. drafted him because, you know, he, he's going to play. He's going to be their quarterback next year. Right. And, I mean, I, I just don't see how Watson's not going to be good. You know, he's got all the intangibles, man. This guy's a game. He's a gamer, man. Now he's got Hopkins to throw the football to? Oh, my goodness. I mean, what's next? You're going you're gonna to get A.J. Green over there with him, too? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll draft Artavis Scott in the sixth round or something. Yeah, I mean, you got to sit there and try to tell me Mitch Trubisky? You mean, you talking about the guy that couldn't even get it out of the end zone? 
against Georgia last year, that guy. Oh, that play. Uh, oh, they showed that play last yeah. night. I forgot about that play. Yeah. Oh, that was a that hideous guy, play. That talking, was rough. You're talking about that That guy was yeah. the number two pick in the draft? Good grief. Mm-hmm. The guy that made Georgia's defense look like the 85 Bears. Yeah. The same Georgia defense that gave up, like, what, a million points and yards to Ole Miss and Swag Kelly? That wow. defense? Yeah. Held that quarterback to, what, 120 yards passing? Yeah. Okay. Texans, yeah, you win. I'll take it off air. All right. Thank you, Jeff. I mean, the Texans were 9-7 and seven last year, made the playoffs, won their first ever playoff game with Scrubby McGraw quarterback. Brock Osweiler, right? Was was he? I don't even know if he's still playing. The Savage takeover by then? I, I don't really remember. I think with Watson now, you got an opportunity. With Watson now, you have a chance. I did send you that text last night. Mitchell Trubisky, his tweet on December 27th, 2011 at 11, 17 p.m. I sent you that. Did I send you that one? What did it say? I love to kiss blank. I don't know what blank is. <laughs> I, love, I, I need to show this to Walt. I, I, I need Walt coming here right now. Just Maybe that gets him going for his show. I need to show this tweet to Walt. I think I text. Yeah, we get Walt in here. I'm going to show him this tweet. I don't know. Maybe he'll say it on there. Well, I don't know how this is going to happen. This right. is live radio at its finest. Uh, Walt, we've got a tweet here from Mitchell Trubisky, dated 2011. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can probably do a Google search for it. Uh, December 27, 2011, 1117 at night. It's been retweeted 7,500 times and liked 5,000 times. So apparently a lot of people agree with Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clips in North Carolina this week. Are you going to be watching this? Are you going to be watching that, that series? Is that on the radar outside of tonight in the draft and the NBA playoffs? And the NHL playoffs. It was been a bit of a, an underlying theme to our, our show here today. I'll watch it on Twitter. Is what I will do. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's easy to do as well. I mean, Twitter kind of hurts network television because you can watch things in a graphical way, but on your own schedule. And you can actually go through a timeline that's updating. You say, well, I missed it. Then you go through the timeline. It's like you didn't miss it. Yeah. If something happens, someone takes a quick little video of it and I'm seeing it anyway. So, yeah. That's good. That's very good. Rounds two and three of the draft tonight. Be watching that. Clemson baseball this weekend. Tigers and Tar Heels in a battle of top five programs. We're going to be watching that. I think that that series screams Omaha. That series Omaha. is going to... Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like Peyton Manning used to do. Mm-hmm. It's like scream- Eli used to do. Did he do it too? Oh, yeah. Eli did Omaha? Oh, yeah. Eli said Omaha. Yes. But he's not known for that. No, Peyton is... is- more than well known for that. The city of Omaha sent him a key to the city mm-hmm. because he was supporting Omaha. Do you know what it means? I think it means a kill. Yes. You kill the play. Yep. And that was just recently revealed. This is this is why ESPN thinks highly of you. You got the insider knowledge, terminology's down. You know how to hold a microphone. I mean, my <laughs> goodness. You can, you can interview with the best of them. Okay. Go ahead. Fox Sports 1, go ahead. This series is a precursor of what to expect in Omaha and what to expect in the NCAA tournament. They win this series. They're entrenched as a national seed. At number seven seed last year, nobody saw it coming because they swept the ACC tournament up in Greensboro. Dang it. They win this series. They just win this series. You don't have to sweep, and they're not going to sweep because this North Carolina team, ask South Carolina how good Baby Blue is this year on the Diamond. How many runs did they pour on the, on the Gamecocks in Charlotte? Like 17, I forget. Oh, no, no. 21? It was, it was higher than that. Yeah. This, uh, this series is going to tell us a ton because you're not playing in the friendly confines. North Carolina always has quality starting pitching. And going up there at Bosch Hammer Stadium, where championship dreams go to die for the most part, you win that series, you're entrenched as a national seed at that point because Louisville comes to town here. you got some winnable games coming up. What you got? It was 20 to 5. 20 to 5. So it was a, it was a 20 burger. Yeah. In a baseball game. In a baseball game. In Charlotte. That's pretty rough. Win the series this weekend, Zach. You're entrenched as a national seed, and it bodes very well for your postseason fortunes. You want to be the national seed because you're guaranteed home field until you get to Omaha, and Clemson really covets that, obviously. Didn't happen last year. Oklahoma State beat Clemson and Carolina. But with this team this year, you'll be in a much better position, plus the experience and the bitter taste of last season's postseason setback. 
you'll love your chances. This is a huge series and arguably the biggest one of the season because if you win it, you're not going anywhere in those in that top three. And you're right there behind Louisville and Oregon State and the rest of these teams that we all think are elite this season. So, yeah, I'm going to watch the draft tonight, but I, I also got to be paying attention to what's happening up in Chapel Hill. You win this series this weekend? You number one in the country? No, Oregon State still is. But you sweep this series, you number one? No. But you, you're going to be number two. And again, you got Louisville coming to town, which is also a top three team later on. And that's, you know, you, you, you get those guys here. Nobody wins up there. That's where the ACC tournament is this year. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm. But they're coming here where you have beat them before. So uh, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. And you know what? When we get past the draft and we're kind of getting getting into the heart of the NBA playoffs, this is that time of year where we start to focus more on college baseball. This has been a baseball state. Are you a, uh, a derby guy? Can I get a derby? I'm not. Okay. Well, never mind. But uh, more power to you if you no, are. No, sorry for bringing it up. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'll be watching. Uh, the other thing with Watson, in this time that we live in, we're still trying to put the words together on what he meant for Clemson football. And it's very easy to call the show or the station and, and suggest, well, he's the best that's ever played here. We know that. But I don't think in, it really registers the way that it should until well after his departure and maybe a lean season or two, especially at the quarterback position. And maybe that happens this year. I don't think it happens when Trevor Lawrence is on campus. Maybe it happens this year. I, you know, I, I don't think that it does. We'll see. But it may not be until years from now that we can properly put into words what this guy has meant to not only Clemson University, but the city of Clemson. It's alumni and future players and fans inside of Death Valley. I mean, it. he's so good and he meant so much away from the football field. We've talked about generational money. If you make that as a first-round pick in the NFL draft or in any other professional sports draft, you know, Watson, I think, is slated for around $8 million with a signing bonus. So, I mean, he's to me, that's life-changing money. It's generational money um, with the potential to, to really change, to really be generational, you know, with his uh, ensuing contracts sure. to come. But I think his impact here, and I don't know that this has been said all that much, is generational. Where, much like what happened with the 81 championship team, that's one of the reasons I ended up coming to school here. Because the rest of that decade, the thought was, well, this team can be better than the 81 team. This team's got a chance to win a national championship. And I think a lot of, you know, children in this state around that same time that are about my age now felt the same way. Like, I remember Clemson was sitting out its promotional materials back in 1992 when I was first trying to figure out where I was going to go to school. And a big part of it was year in and year out, Clemson boasts one of the top football programs in the country contending for national championships. And you're like, yes, sign me up. Watson creates that new sense, along with Dabo, of course, and everything else that's happened here. But Watson, as the current headliner, changes the complexion of this whole area for a generation, in my opinion. Certainly in the ring of honor. Puts more butts in the seats, better recruiting to follow, better facilities to follow. When I say facilities, it's not just what's happening with the athletic department. Students, better students want to come here. More diverse student population wants to come here. Students from out of state, students from in-state. You don't want to go to Columbia right now. It's not the hot team. This one is. And that's not, you know, with every single person, but it's with a lot of people. And I think that's what Watson, even if we don't realize and fully understand that's what he means now, that's what he will mean in the future. And the Texans are getting ready to find that out as well. More power to him. I mean, you almost want to say, all hail to Sean. That's how good he is. I'm not even going to try to follow that up because that's that's spot on. Are you with me? Yeah.